When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Meet the Manager. My name is Joe and this is our regular catch up with the best advice from some of the community's most notable FPL managers. Uh, yes, we will focus on those with a good great to rank history, but we're also adding to that by including managers with an interesting story to tell and offering the community something a little different. Um, uh, perhaps a unique insight or research into the game or just... Uh, or just providing a bit of a laugh to the community as well. My name is Joe again, and uh, today I'm joined by Ben, aka Benny Blanco from the FPL Twitter community. He describes himself as the first banter account to appear on Meet the Manager. As well as telling jokes to thousands of us each day on Twitter, he is organising a real-life football tournament involving real-life fantasy managers. And he's far from bantering his way through this season currently at 16k and he's pretty good at sky ff2 ben welcome how are you hi joe uh yeah i'm good thanks how are you yeah fine fine now i'm gonna start off do i call you ben or benny whatever you want <laughs> okay i'm gonna sit with ben because it's a bit shorter yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um so just so may as well just, just tell us a bit about yourself and FPL and sort of your, your track record with it. And and this is an interesting question, like how you see yourself in the FPL community. Because I, I know how I see you in the FPL community, but how you see yourself? Well, firstly, it's absolutely mental that you've invited me onto this okay. show. But obviously a huge honour as well. Um well, and I'll apologise now if there's any really bad FPL takes and very basic FPL takes during this uh, episode. I'm talking about me, by the way, not you, Joe, because I believe you're quite good at this game. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, most people probably know me on Twitter if they do know me at all as the, the guy who posts terrible dad jokes and relentless puns, ridiculous puns, really, uh, every single day. It's become a little bit of a, an obsession now, unfortunately, though. Um yeah, I mean, I think I joined January 2020 uh, FPL Twitter. That's when I created my account. And I don't think I, I don't, I didn't create it to be a bespoke kind of FPL only Twitter account. I just wanted to kind of lurk around and pick up all the tips from all you experts. Um, and then I just started like putting little comments on here and there and posting a few jokes. And it just started to gather a bit of momentum. And some people, some weird people started there. Uh, following me and I'm, I think I'm just part of the banter crew that is here for a, a more light-hearted take on you know the game that we all love to play well no I think that's important and that's why uh, one of one of the reasons I invited you on here because um, I, I increasingly seeing there's so many so many people doing FPL at the moment eight million managers so many content creators so many voices on Twitter as well and some are really serious about like it's important, you know, it's good to be, you know, serious about playing the game, but really overly serious. And, and it can lead to quite nasty comments, quite angry comments as well. And so it's quite refreshing just to see someone telling really bad bad jokes about um, uh, <laughs> puns on team names and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I'll try and twist it to an FPL theme, or sometimes I'll just put a joke on mm. that I think is funny that I've heard many yeah. years ago. 
or whatever. And I, yeah, I do. I think the game needs it, doesn't it? And there is a handful of accounts that uh, probably do it even better than me. And I, I they're the they're the type of people that I like to follow. Anyone who's going to make mm. me laugh, yeah. it's great to get some good content, uh, good content, and read some threads and get some good advice. But yeah. ultimately, you know, I'm there for the car crashes. Yeah. I, I love that. And even if it's my own team. I'm, I'm all over it like so yeah that's that's where that's my role really i'm part of that that gang that do that really yeah well no i think it, i think it's vital because otherwise it all gets a bit too serious and yeah. uh, we all get a bit het up when there's uh, a bad game week and a bit too um uh, think it matters a bit too much if we, if we have a good game week because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day um but you're you're i've increasingly seeing some of your tweets saying this is a si- si- this isn't a joke, by the way, and then just asking an actual genuine FPL question or saying, and well, you're 16K, so something's changed this season. Just luck, really, I think. I think, well, the, the, the sort of, um, I think, everyone, you know, the Twitter template was pretty, pretty strong, wasn't it, at the start mm. of the season? And, and most of the sort of engaged managers, even the banter ones like me, uh, I think we were all on that kind of sort of template and it took off pretty mm. well. So we've all had a, I think collectively I did quite a strong start um, and I mean I've had a little bit of bad luck like you do that's the game isn't mm. it but generally yeah for whatever reason the luck stayed with me for now and I've I've, I've stayed in quite a strong position I'm expecting that to change Joe uh, <laughs> you know I'm under no illusions you know I will revert to form sooner or later and to, to be honest with you I prefer it because it's easier for me for me tweeting if, yeah. I'm doing, if I'm doing well, it's yeah. a bit unusual. So, uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Um, now, one of one of the reasons we invited you on is um, to talk about the Game Week 39 tournament. So I'll put up a, a picture of, of what this is. Um, it's taking place on the 28th of May, uh, 2022 in Birmingham. Um, it's got North v South. Um, and it, right, saying it's basically, um, it's, fantasy football managers playing real life football so yeah tell us a bit about it how how did this come about yeah well um fbl hints you you'll obviously know him mm-hmm. uh, he's got one or two more followers than me uh yeah he he posted something during soccer aid saying wouldn't it be great if there was a an fpl twitter version of this mm-hmm. and i put a comment underneath saying out you know if you were ever doing this i'd happy to be involved and help organize and uh, he, he messaged me and then we, we just took it from there really and I think the first thing we did uh, I just messaged quite a few sort of content creators and well-known people in the community just to get you know sort of gauge what the, the interest would be and you know the response we had was was pretty positive um, so kind of got a bit of excited a bit excited about the idea and thought well let's let's make it for charity when we you know we're not looking okay. to make any profits off it at all we, we just want to have a one-off 11 aside game birmingham because it's central and it's mm-hmm. a bit of a neutral battlefield then for the north yeah. versus the south which is like the concept really behind it and um yeah we've we've got two squads of 18 yeah people who have all agreed to to be a part of it mm-hmm. and there's still a bit of work to be done for it but yeah it's uh, it's gathering a bit of momentum so who, who have we got then? Because there must be some, some notable names from the uh, FPL community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, your very own Az is mm. playing. Uh, oh, FPL Raptor. Yeah. Um, what sort of positions are they as well? Do you... Oh, 
so I've, I, we did. I don't know whether you saw it recently. I did some um, player reveals. Oh yeah, um, quite tongue in cheek. Mm. I, I had a, I had a crew of comedy writers help me with it. So, um, <laughs> Indu Monkey, uh, Elf, mm. and uh, Randy Shafter, yeah. our very own Shakespearean gutter poet. Yes, he, he is. Uh, he he helped us as well. Uh, so the, the four of us were, were were writing these reveals for player, players. So yeah, they've they've all got positions um and yeah i'm trying to think of what else is going there fpl salah yeah play oh yeah um hindu spunky himself yeah uh, <laughs> uh ben krellen oh yeah the lord Ooh, ben krellen player. Okay. yeah so there's, there's quite a few uh quite well known uh accounts who have <laughs> he's predicted it. game week 39 and uh yeah. all, all its permutations already <laughs> probably <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, we're hoping. I mean, what what we're likely to do? We're going to start selling tickets mm-hmm. in January next year. Yeah. Um, and the the charity it's going to be Street Child United. Okay. Um, so they're going to have there's going to be a link on their site. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be about five pound to come and watch, but all the money and proceeds go direct to the charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we'll we'll um, we'll advertise that near the time. Okay. And then um, yeah, the I think we're going to probably have about 250 people, hopefully, mm-hmm. if, if people wow. can make it and, and be involved and watch. And all being well, we can maybe live stream the game so people wow. from around the world, if they want to watch it, they want to watch some terrible football and ability <laughs> on the show, which I'm sure it will be. I, I, who knows what the standard's going to be like. But, yeah, it should be, uh, should be a good day. It could be amazing. Well, uh, um, about two Meet the Managers ago, we had uh, Vanya on the show, who's... Um, um, a semi-pro player was was um, a pro player for in, in the Ukrainian league. So who knows? Who knows? We do. There are actual proper footballers who play FPL. Um, we might have a few dark horses out there who might be half decent, but let's see. Well, I hope there's a ringer like you've got the two teams um, are there, and then suddenly like um, I don't know um, uh, Alan Shearer or something just suddenly <laughs> yeah. appears um, for one well, of them. Do you know, um... Jordi, Jordi Van der Laan, I think is. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's a Dutch lad. Well, he was. He's interested in coming over and playing, but he is a pro footballer, I think. Ah. So I've had to. Um, I've had to bar him from Saint Park because he's oh, okay. just, just too good. Yeah, too so good. I think he's coming along, but um, yeah, I don't think he's he's going to be able to play. If he does, he's playing on my team. Okay. Well, what we're going to do in the um, in the description below, um, we are put a link in to uh, the JustGiving.com page for the Game Week Thirty Nine charity football match. Um, also, there is a Twitter account which is um, at uh, GW39FPL, I believe. But we'll put that in the in the description as well. So it looks like a great course. Tell us a bit about the charity as well. Yeah, it's Street Child United, and it's. Um it's it looks at um the the situation with street connected children mm-hmm. and uh and trying to help them out and raise uh raise money it's a, it's a brilliant charity and i think Gianni's actually involved he's yeah. one of the ambassadors for it so he he got in contact with ash and i and you know we was discussing the charity and the benefits of it uh, and we thought you know it ties in they, i think they they, they hold their uh, tournaments for street connected children and mm-hmm. um, so it's a way of you know just trying to trying to help uh, some of those really under you know underprivileged 
uh, people and getting them some support. So yeah, I think it's it's seems good stuff. Great, um, great stuff. So in January, more details are going to come out for that and uh, availability of getting tickets. And I'm sure that will be very popular. I know um, um, increasingly real life events are better, and I personally enjoyed um, the real life fantasy football events that I've gone to. Um, uh, especially, especially uh, for those who live around the Bristol area in the, the southwest, uh, where I live, um, which has been great, and so I think that will increase as well, especially as we emerge from the pandemic, hopefully. Um, so let's have a look at your career history because this is uh, meet the manager, and uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> so, um, so there are there are quite a few poor ranks in here, but what I'm interested in is this season because this season it's doing well. Um, and also, game week. Well, shocking, isn't it, Joe? Come on, let's. let's well, no. 20, see, 2018, 19, top 50k. 2020, 21, stopped. top 30. That's when I stopped drinking, clearly, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, can you just confirm, Joe, that I am the worst manager that you've ever had? Do you know what? I, I think, don't know if you are. Um, I won that title, though, to be honest with you. Well, okay, I'll pretend you are. Um, I, we have had managers on especially this season because what we're doing is we're, we're interview we're meeting the manager we're not just it's not just you know all managers who've had multiple top 1k finishes and all of that it's you know offering something a bit different and doing something a bit different and so um and uh so i think um i, I don't want to name names but there's been two or three who haven't had as great um, career history but that's not the reason they're on they're on because they're doing something else interesting as well but nevertheless so you've had two top 50Ks within the last three seasons, which is better than I've had. And you ha and better than many other, many, many other managers that have been on here have had. Plus, you're in the top 20K now, so 16K at the moment. So something is going right. So beneath, beneath the banter, <laughs> you're actually paying attention to your team, I think. Um, so, um, yeah, what... What is your, I mean, your general attitude to things like, well, this is, you know, risky things, hits, for example, and captaincy decisions. Do you, just, do you banter your way through it or do you actually quite considered about it? Well, if you ever wanted confirmation that whether I'm a banter account or not, then you only have to look at that career history to see that. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I think you can see when I started taking things a little bit more seriously. Mm. It was 2018. I think, think what happened is I'd, mate of mine at work kept winning our work mini league for many mm. years i don't think i even finished the season and then 2018 he was getting on my nerves because he was really smug about it and i thought i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a proper go right i'm actually gonna take it a little bit more seriously so i thought there must be something online or out there that can help me and give me some tips so that's when i went on to youtube and discovered the scoutcast mm -hmm. um discovered andy's let's talk fpl videos yeah. and i thought I've hit the cheat code here. No one's going to be watching this. This is just me. And then sadly there was several thousand other people. Yeah. Thought, oh, what's going on here? There's a bit of a, there's a bit of a scene going on. Mm. Um, but you guys were, were talking about Twitter templates and where to follow you for advice and stuff. So I, I was looking on Twitter. I didn't even have a Twitter account, but I was just lurking, uh, following a few people and you like to yourself and just seeing what, what moves you were making initially. And then, uh, and obviously that coincided with a better finish in 2018 mm -hmm. and uh, I won the mini league. So mm -hmm. I thought, oh, well, this is working. So what did I mean, you do to the guy that was smug at work? Okay, <laughs> I, I never, I've never told him I'm on Twitter. No. I've never told him 
I'm on, uh, you know, no. anything like this, unless he's FPL hot water bottle and hiding behind some fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know if he's on Twitter himself. Right. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was that's where it all started, and then. Um, I mean, I didn't even know about double game weeks, chip strategies. I didn't even know there was a thing called Ben Crallon. You know, none of those things were even in my, yeah. uh, you know, to my knowledge at all. So 2018, that's when things started to, you know, to, I started to take things a little bit more seriously. And obviously that's coincided with slightly better mm. finishes because I've actually finished the season for a change, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, and then in January 2020 is when I joined mm. properly and created an FPL account. And um, yeah, I think you 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 just bound to you, you you're interacting with more you know knowledgeable managers who know what they're doing. I've listened to more podcasts, got to know a few people, and yeah, I've taken it you know slightly more seriously. I'd say Absolutely. not seriously, but slightly more. Because what you've just described there is. Um... Something so I I've been playing since two thousand and eight I think and so what you described there it's taken me a number of years to go through go through that process um, and since then it's you know it's built up the amount of content that's out there the amount of sort of noise as well so how do you, how do you go because you've quite suddenly gone in from like not even finishing a season to suddenly getting on Twitter and just, and listening to uh, podcasts and, and watching videos and discovering that there's absolutely a mountain of content out there so how how do you cut through all of that because that's that must be just too much to suddenly take in within a year yeah, yeah. i mean i have never ever looked at stats oh. ever um just doesn't appeal to me uh, i just haven't got time for it i probably spend more time drafting a tweet than i do <laughs> uh, planning any transfers and stuff um yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of football. I've I, I used to play football myself to a, a reasonably high standard, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've always been into love the game. So mm-hmm. I've taken as much football as I can. Um, I normally plan what my moves are going to be for two mm-hmm. three weeks in advance, um, based on what I watch and then what I listen to in the week. I do yeah. listen to quite a lot of podcasts. That will sort of determine where I'm heading with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if I like a player and I think someone's, you know, catching my eye a little bit, if it's then confirmed when I'm listening to, I know Raptor will be all over this, won't he? But it's, you know, if if I if I start hearing those names popping up in these podcasts and think, yeah. well, I must be doing something yeah. right here. And yeah, I, I I don't want to be swayed too much by what everyone else is doing, but mm. I mean all the top managers know what they're doing. They played this game long enough. And if you're on the same lines of thinking as and then you know don't stray too far away from that really okay um what do you think it might take for you to move up into you know be one of those accounts recently like i mean i think one of the communities today was like oh i'm i'm number one <laughs> and um what would it take to get into say top hunt you know one of those ridiculously high ranks at any point in the season i got to 3k at one point this this season oh, okay was, so you have oh, been there um, yeah, I mean, only for a week. Um, <laughs> but um, I, do, do you know what? Um, I think I think with my career history being so bad, it's quite liberating because I've got nothing to hang on to. Or, yeah. And I don't really care about overall rank, I'll be honest with you, Joe, that much. Yeah. All I'm bothered about is 
ultimately my work mini league and then a handful of other mini leagues that I'm in and that has always been the focus if I get a uh, I think a couple of seasons ago when I came 130-ish thousand mm. um, I won the work mini league that year and I was made up the finish wasn't mm. a particularly great great finish uh, and then last year I think got me top finish yeah. that I've ever had but I come second in my work mini yeah. league so I was so I'd rather yeah. I'd rather win that and finish mm. five hundred thousand. It's, yeah. it's not not particularly important to me. I don't think I'll ever be one of those managers that can get to those sort of dizzy heights okay. because I'm I'm not really a big risk taker. Mm. Um, I'm a bit of a boring manager, unfortunately, because mm. uh, I'm just focused on winning the league. Um, I, and unless I'm chasing, I'm not really going to do that differential captain and mm. and take those punts. And I think you need to do that. You need the combination of the luck. Okay. And being able to take those risks to be able to get to that, the sort of upper echelons of, of the, the well, fantasy world. I mean, I, I mean, I think from your, as you were saying, with your career history, um, you know, it, it is liberating. I think because I, I find myself quite constrained by my earlier successes, and they haven't been so great in recent seasons. Okay, but not as great in recent seasons. And, and it has felt a bit like a sort of a chain round. And I would quite like to almost start again. And yeah. and and I also, yes, my um, a couple of uh, mini leagues are pretty much my main focus, um, which I... I've, I've well, I was hoping, Joe, when you put the career history in that you're going to crop out everything. That's what no, you told me. No, it's everything. No, yeah. no, it's all there. I've actually, well, it's worse because you can't actually see it, but I've actually cropped out all the good ones recently. Oh, right. all, it, <laughs> all, all it is is those earlier ones. Um, so, but as you said, you didn't finish the season. So um, I think that's good. Um, before we move on to game week 16, um, so much more focus on this season. Um, what do you think, you, you, you say it's a bit of luck this season as well, um, but has it... Do, the way you play the game, you describe it as sort of, you know, obviously, you know, being quite a boring manager in a way, you know, not taking those risks and obviously, you know, delving into a bit of content, not getting bogged down by stats. That That is a strategy <laughs> and that seems to have worked this season. Why do you think that is? I mean, I mean we, yeah. this, is how, this is how I played the game for the last three seasons. Uh, just quite patient, quite boring, stick with the pack. Um, you know, try and get a good start, um, and then where I need to, I, you know, I, I will take hits. I will, I will try and punt on a different captain if I think that player is going to score more pun, uh, points. Um, you know, I'm not totally with the, the sort of herd mentality with stuff, and um, yeah, that seems to to pay off. Like I say, I've got a real good coping mechanism for when mm-hmm. things go wrong, because I mean. Twitter's there, and for me, it's a brilliant outlet to to vent, to moan, to swear, yeah. to mm. crack a joke, and I I'm never overly impacted by a bad game week or uh, a goal going against me. If anything, I just think, well, oh, this is brilliant. I can tweet something about this now. Or if you're prepared to laugh at yourself in this game, then you you get by. And yeah, it it, it doesn't really hurt me at all. I mean, I'll I'll. For a split second, I might be a bit infuriated, but then I think, "All oh, right, okay, I can uh, I can frame this a different way." Yeah. And generally, it, those sort of things get a good reaction because we've all felt that, even if we haven't felt it, for the, we haven't got that specific player that's you know let the clean you know lost the clean sheet or missed the penalty or whatever it is. We we all know that feeling. We've all been there. So, um, 
I think people can relate. So yeah, I think I play play the game um, quite tongue in cheek. I, I want to do well, uh, you know. Th- that is always the aim. But like I say, it's it's a free game. I'm yeah. I'm not overly concerned. I'm bothered about me wearing mini league. There's a twenty pound preso voucher at stake. You know, thanks high. Yeah. <laughs> well, or you can win a pencil case. Um, and, win, and win and win the whole game um, or whatever it is no it's not actually it's VIP tickets and it's all, all sorts of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful things um, let's have a look at your um, where you are in get, coming up to game week 16 so you wildcarded game week 8 and were as, as high as 3k so you've been sort of this 16k isn't a high that's a sort of dipping in and out you're around that sort of level so this is um, where you are so do you want to take us through your team as it is your your bus team and this is um this is sort of one prior any moves um and just uh tell us a bit about that and who might be going and who might be staying yeah i think quite a pivotal week this week isn't it um i've got two free transfers um i've toyed with about four or five different options um the the news that's come out about spurs today this potential yeah. covid outbreak i mm-hmm. think I think I'm, I'm best wait until as late as possible to sort of solidify any plans. Uh, I was going to keep older son, but obviously if, you know, he's been rumoured that he's potentially got COVID, I don't know how true it mm. is. So, um, yeah, I might have to rethink him. Originally, my moves were going to be, um, I was going to take Rafinha and Tony out and bring in Foden and Josh King. Okay. Um, and use two of me. Uh, me transfers on that and my team looks I'm quite fairly happy with yeah. it really so um, so the moment in, in goal you've got Ramsdale um, you're still you're still happy with him you're still yeah yeah, um, yeah he's doing you've got Alexander-Arnold Cancelo James probably not they're, they're, they're staying now Alonso he's flagged um, and he hasn't looked great is Alonso going to be for the chop soon or you're happy with him at the moment the, the worst moves I've made this season I've not taken a hit this mm. season or I haven't up until two game weeks ago uh, and Alonso's part of this chain of sort of um, you're about to swear right? <laughs> thought you were about to swear not to swear <laughs> yeah I had Diaz and I moved early to Chilwell like a lot of us did mm. and then he got injured yeah. so my minus four was to, to to rectify that immediately so I took Chilwell out and brought Alonso in and then he's just been terrible and he's yeah. looked terrible as well yeah. and they've you know, Tuchel can't see that he can't defend. You know, I, I won't be surprised if he's he's rotated quite heavily. Um, so yeah, he is somebody who is on the chopping block, and I might even end up going back to Diaz if, if, if I'm true and truthful. But I, I, I monitor the the situation with, with Man United mm. and under uh, Dallow whether he keeps his places cheap and he's a nice little way into that team. He's quite attacking. He looks he looked good the other day. So he could be a little downgrade and give me a bit more money to do something else with. I think obviously the the, the big at the back thing was quite popular for a bit, um, at least two weeks anyway. And um, I think there's a lot of good, strong midfield options at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it might be time to shift mm-hmm. money uh, around there. Like Bo- like said, Bowen and Foden, obviously Bernardo Silva, there's, there's, there's loads standing out. Yeah, I mean, I've... I've um... Yeah, I mean there is. I mean there's the Spurs fullbacks as well, and plus, um, I mean I I, um, I went for Tommy Asu as my my Alonso type um, defender, but but that's because mate, two reasons. One one is I wanted Arsenal defence and I couldn't afford Ramsdale, so um, 
uh, give him a go. So he is another option as well. Um, across the midfield, you've got Salah, Jota, presumably going nowhere. Um, uh, and then you mentioned about Son. Son has been is is amongst among those rumoured to be involved in the COVID outbreak at Spurs. Um, once again, it's all rumoured at the moment. And then Rafina, who's got probably the worst fixture run imaginable. He's got City. I can't remember what it is. City's City, Chelsea, Liverpool in the next four, and Arsenal, I think, as well. Um, and then Tony got COVID, um, and Antonio up front. But you've got Wilson, and Wilson's got Leicester, who are currently the worst defence. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, presumably, you're looking, and you've got Livermento and Brownhill and Foster also on the bench. So, um, would, would you play Wilson? I mean, Wilson looks like a good one to play this week. I mean, I was considering that there was there was one um, one move that I was going to do, which was to take out Son and Rafinha, which I'm kind of loath to do mm. because the, uh, Rafinha is such a great player to watch and mm. own, and even in these stronger fixtures, yeah. as Bamford's coming back, Leeds might actually do a little yeah. bit now. Um, so I, I'd be reluctant to to lose him anyway. But I was going to take the three the, those two out, and Wilson, and bring in Ronaldo, um, Bowen, and. I can't, I can't like maybe a, a, a Smith row. Um, that was one one of my thoughts. But Wilson, yeah, I think with Tony having COVID now, I think he's the the, the main priority to to get get rid of. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably keep older Wilson for at least another week, okay. and then uh, then reassess. But I think that this week's pretty tough. I think we just have to see what what happens with the midweek fixtures, see what the news is with COVID, see if there's any other injuries picked up, and then wait as long as possible to make you know potentially the two transfers now i've um in my, my team i've got kane instead of son and that's that's in a roundabout way with other moves has pretty much cost me about 30 points over the last two or three weeks um but you know you never know you've got a dream of a kane goal but um nevertheless so for for someone like me who has kane many other people watching they came to ronaldo fairly simple um or is it? I don't know. It's quite a pivotal move, as you were saying. Um, do we? Do I do? You know, go through that same, um, you know, pain again of investing so much in a player not scoring. But and you're facing, I guess, the same dilemma. You know, you've got players you want to remove. You you've got players you want to get in, and Ronaldo's in the mix somewhere. So, is, I mean, how pivotal do you think that is for you? Whether you go Ronaldo or don't go Ronaldo. Um. United obviously got great fixtures, mm. um, but they've only, we've only seen one game under the new manager, and I think it'd probably be wise, to even t- just sadly, to ignore that Norwich fixture potentially, just to see, mm. just to see where they're at and what sort of assets emerge. There could be, you know, Sancho could become quite an important player. Is Greenwood going to work his way back in the yeah. team? Is Ronaldo going to be rotated quite a bit over the, the sort of festive period? You know, you know, with with the way that we're all just captain and Salah at the moment, it's a lot of money to to have Ronaldo, who's getting rotated, and you're not even captain in him. Is there a better use of of your your budget elsewhere? So I think I'd, I'm probably going to ignore United for now, um, and just just monitor and see mm. see what sort of players look like they're, they're worth jumping on, really. And yeah, so for me, I probably will. I didn't think I would. I was. You know, I was all earmarked originally to to wade into United now and at least bring in Ronaldo. Um, but I think I might I might just uh, sit tight for a bit. Okay. Well, let's have a look. I've got a couple of 
tables here um, sort of stress test your thoughts really so next six fixtures so this this takes us up to uh, January the first games so um, until the the January break for the FA Cup and this shows indeed Manchester United while you're thinking but also having a bit of caution at the moment but Manchester United top of the fixture ticker Norwich Brentford Brighton Newcastle Burnley and Wolves then next West Ham and uh, you mentioned Bowen as well and you've got Antonio. So you're, you're happy with a Bowen-Antonio double up? Yeah, I mean, Bowen's definitely under consideration. He's cheap. And I think that's a nice little um, a nice little pairing, having, the, having, having both of them. Um, mm. I've, I've held Antonio through all his rough fixtures and he's 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 looked a little bit jaded. Mm. But I think he's been a little bit unlucky as well when I've watched the games. He's been very close to, to returning. And, and, and I think he will. He, he will come good again and the fixtures are very good going forward so yeah I'm not against having Bowen but I think if if I could only pick one I'd like a City player and I think with the squad that I've got at the moment I can take a little bit of rotation mm. so even if I bring in a Foden or a Bernardo and they, they all get rotated I, I think I've got potentially have a, enough cover with the likes of Josh King or Libramento yeah. on the bench who can who can get me through the festive period I think it's quite important to, to try and have um, as many sort of playing players and bench players and options during this period and you know with the the, the covid rumors at spurs this is just going to be the start of mm. potentially more disruption yes. so uh, i don't want to really downgrade players to sort of fodder i want to try and keep even brownhill mm. you, you know you're just going to get the, the one or two pointer it's, it's better than nothing isn't it so yeah, yeah i think uh I think that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, really. yeah I mean, well, Man City, yeah, a fourth in a, in the season ticker over this period. Um, they got Wolves, Leeds, Newcastle, Leicester and Brentford. Some really good fixtures there. Crystal Palace are in the mix as well. So I guess um, the likes of Gallagher, if he shows any form, um, could 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 come into your thoughts, uh, maybe. Um, Watford, you mentioned Josh King there. Watford had Brentford, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Wolves. Oh, uh, Josh King is very much... Someone in my thoughts, I don't know whether I will get him, but um, he's uh, great fixtures there. Um, oh, yeah. Then you get these sort of uh, other teams like Everton and Arsenal and, and, and Tottenham as well. And Villa, Villa showing some form. But these are these are teams with sort of some good fixtures, some poor fixtures, but nevertheless um, are showing form at the moment. So, yeah, have you got your thoughts on any of those sorts of players, the sort of um, Villa, Arsenal, these sort of Everton this sort of also, also not not in the tip Twitter template so much at the moment. Not really. No, <laughs> I, I, I mean I, Villa are quite interesting under Gerrard. Mm. Um, you know, John McGinn's been playing slightly more advanced. Um, Buendia looks decent again. Um, I've I've shown I, I did have a draft recently with uh, Ollie Watkins in, who was great last year. Um, I like him as a player. So there's maybe a few from Villa that I'm interested in. Um, Arsenal, I think I might be enough with Ramsdale for now. Uh, going for Smith Rose, decent as well. Obviously, I've got him in Sky. Um, obviously, it was a bit of a blow last night. Him not playing, but uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, I don't. Tommy Asu, yeah, half decent. But with Ramsdale, I think I'm sort of covered there defensively, and I quite like. Other than Alonso, probably at the moment, I quite like my defence. So I'm not really yeah. looking to make okay. any transfers back there. So yeah, um, I mean everyone's under consideration. I, I don't rule out any player. Um, and I do, you know, thankfully, I haven't got those sort of preconceived sort of hang-ups about someone. If they no. blank for me, I don't think, well, I'm not going back to them. 
you've just got to readjust, haven't you? And, well, and your medicine, really. Over the years, I've countless Harry Kane blanks against easy opposition, yeah. and I still gone back. I mean, I those that have been playing, I don't know whether you were playing when um, he played Cardiff. Everyone got him yeah, in yeah. for Cardiff, and he uh, yeah, got one done. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he does it every single time, doesn't yeah. he? As well, every yeah. time you open it, yeah, doesn't you know he doesn't do anything. You take him out and he he goes on a run. It's just you just have to take it, don't you? When it happens, so. And uh, just finally, before we go, I've got um, I've got the last uh, four game weeks. This is prior. I did this prior to the um, Arsenal Everton game, uh, which was last night. We're recording this on a Tuesday morning. Um, after that game but I did this uh, last night so this is looking expected goal involvement and I know you don't like stats but um, it's got some key names looking at stats Joe what? so is this what it looks like well this is what stats look like it's just numbers right. it's, just, it's just a bunch of names and numbers <laughs> but no, it, no. it will probably back up what you think anyway when you when you watch the games and that's that's the that's the point I always see of stats is they they go hand in hand really but this shows in stat form um, we know that Salah's good and Mane's good and Jota's good. Liverpool are good. And their attack is great. and they're expect- I, think, I think going back to the stats comment mm. that I made before, mm. I probably don't look at the stats because all the all the podcasts and YouTube videos that I watch, mm. it's covered. <laughs> it's covered by all you great managers in it anyway. So um, I'll, I'll do the eye test myself because I enjoy watching mm. football. If I like uh, players, then I'll keep them in mind. And then when their names get mentioned in the podcast, I think, okay, well, their stats are backing up yeah. uh, what they're saying. I don't need to read them because you're already reading them for us. So it's, it's just a bit of laziness, really. I'll just concentrate on posting some terrible jokes it's, and stuff. It's, it's like a, a fancy football stat hall of mirrors. You're talking yeah. about the other videos doing it on a video as we're looking at stats. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you are, in fact, part of that now. <laughs> Drawn you in, uh, but anyway, Salah, Male, Jota, top there. Antonio still doing okay. He's expected to be involved in a lot, and he has looked um, annoying. I mean, I know as as a Brighton fan, watching him against Brighton's defence, he looked like he looked annoying <laughs> for the defenders. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ronaldo's up there, um, um, and Aubameyang, Bowen. Uh, Alexander Arnold, some more Liverpool and Gundogan and King and 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 some of the other Manchester City players weren't far behind, to be honest. Yeah. So it really does back up what you were saying. Liverpool, West Ham, City, Josh King, these are the sorts of players that we should be looking at, really. And the stats back that up. You your own opinion backs that up as well. Um, I just so. think the, the the key thing for me is trying to trying to identify which midfielder I really want to bring in. I want to bring in one of Silva, Foden and or Bowen, Mm. really. I think one of those three watching the weekend and and games recently, they, and with the runs, I mean, Man City, it doesn't really matter what their fixtures are, but with West Ham having good fixtures, that obviously makes me consider Bowen. But the three of them, I'd I'd happily have all three of them in my team Mm. if I could. Um, So it's just picking the right one, really, and hopefully you get lucky with with that one playing and doing well. So yeah, we'll see. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for, uh, for joining me. Um, thanks for chatting. It's been great to hear about the game week 39, um, tournament as well. Going to a great, uh, money raised for a great cause as well. Um, but also I think it's important to involve, um, fancy managers in real life <laughs> as well. Um, and also, but also one of the other reasons it's good to chat to you as well is that, is that philosophy about it's only a game really but and and treating 
FPL, not as an overly serious thing, uh, but it shows you you can have a laugh with it and end up doing okay. So, yeah, you were 3K. <laughs> yeah. Are you banter no more, do you think? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll always stay true to my roots. I'm part of that crowd. And, uh, yeah, if I happen to have a good season as well, then great. But please don't follow my advice. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Follow uh, your jokes, but not your advice. Follow my jokes, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, that's why I do have to put a little... Um, you know, this is a genuine FPL tweet on mm. on my tweets because the amount of people go, I don't get that joke in the comments <laughs> every single day. So I try and sort of cut that off at the past by putting it at the very start of my tweet before I send something out. But yeah, I mean, I, I do want to do well in the game, of course, like I say. Mm. But yeah, I'm here for, for the lighthearted aspect of it as Good well. Stuff. So um, yeah, we, we're all in, the, in that pain together. So if I can offer any kind of, you know, light relief for it, then I've done my job. Good stuff. Um, thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your game week and good luck with the rest of the season. Yes, Joe. Thanks for having us. Thanks, one.